0: They may sound nuts, so sort did of the Wright brothers. Now, here's Flieger and Briggs.
1: Welcome to It's Just Sports. We are Flieger and Briggs on the 12-Ounce Sports Network. You can catch all your live shows, live podcasts, live sporting events on 12-Ounce Sports. Also, download the app for Zingo TV. It's free. Download it, channel 761. You can catch everything on 12-Ounce Sports and... Um, we're Fligger and Briggs. Glad to have you. It uh, was a real rainy day, but it's kind of cleared out of here. It's starting to chill down again. It felt like summer again, Rick.
2: I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. The older I get, I don't need winter. I don't need it. But it, the weather should be nice because it's Masters week, Rick. It sounds yeah. weird to say in November. It's Master's Week. You know, and if we had a competent producer when I said that, he would then play the famous master's music. Instead, he's sitting over there slugging beer and looking confused. So
1: <laughs> he, he gave us a thumbs up as he was looking at his phone. Well, now he's going
2: to do the thing. He's going to look it up on his phone, hold up his phone to the <laughs> microphone to f- further... Solidify what a broke dick operation this thing is, but nonetheless, I'm but I happy. Actually, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm Masters Week. That's all I have.
1: Well, say. yeah, it's Masters Week, and, and in um, you know, oh, commemorate yeah, and and what happened there.
2: Quit knocking stuff. That around. wasn't me.
1: Yeah, commemorating Masters Weeks. I got a few things that I wanted to, you know, at it's a little late. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> just gone. like, I mean. That, that is just so bad. I mean, <laughs>
2: think about it. You're 100 years old. Not quite. You have no sense for these things.
1: I have no sense. But if
2: you produced a radio show, a sports talk radio show, on Masters Week, knowing the guys were going to talk about the Masters, it would have at least dawned on you to have that prepared, right?
1: You would think so, yeah.
2: Because yeah. yeah. I thought about it. I'm yeah. the talent. I'm not paid to think about these type of things. No,
1: you just need to, you know broadcast your uh, brilliant analysis it, of, of, the, of, the, of the and, math. Because you you have that in depth golf history right. and exactly. the knowledge of the game exactly. itself. in yeah. a
2: sense of timing and <laughs> right. just everything that comes with hilarity ensues and yeah. everything oh, yeah. I jocularity. I do. Jocularity, yeah. all of it. And then there's Finkelstein.
1: I have um four questions. Four not, re- not really questions.
2: Oh, I didn't know there would be a test I'd have prepared. <laughs> I was prepared. Were you two at the bar again? No, no. I was. He,
1: he slept. After, after I got um, soaked this morning for four hours sitting in the rain, senseless as that may be, but right. it was certainly fun. It was much more fun than going home and cleaning house. No, which was not do fun that. down the basement, Cleaning you know, well, you know, down the basement, getting boxes. Out. No. My it, daughter's moving, you know, trying to get some stuff for hers together. You know, easier just to burn it down. leave, at this point. you know, you know just what I'm saying? Shoving,
2: shoving her out the door. <laughs> well, Speaking. she's
1: gone and married, but a lot of her things oh, aren't.
2: No, no, you just gonna pile that shit <laughs> in the street and. But anyway. Oh yeah. Four questions about the masters.
1: Yeah. Number one,
2: fuzzy do, Zeller.
0: Do you want the theme song played now?
2: No, no. The moment's gone. You blew it. You can't save it. Just sit now over there Now that you drink. brought
1: up Fuzzy Zeller, what year did Fuzzy Zeller win? 1988. No. Right. 1979. Close enough. In a playoff with Tom Watson and Ed Sneed, who happened to go bogey, bogey, bogey to get into the playoffs. Well, there you that go. That is a very – called a choke job. Yes. But anyway, what is research. your I favorite Masters moment? That you can recall.
2: Oh. You know, it's going to sound jive, but it's last year. It's because it was so unsurprising, right? I only got into golf because of Tiger Woods. So, when he was winning every time back in the 90s, it was kind of meaningless to me. Right. Right then it was just other guys you know what i mean i I like the course more than the so it was last last year was the only story i'm sure there's been a hundred stories in the times i've watched but the only one i can remember at this point is last year because nobody saw that coming
1: yeah that's that's true alejandro do you have any favorite masters moments well being (laughs) when are you gonna get your act together
0: there was that uh, famous Masters with uh, Chevy Chase. Um, Bill Murray was the groundskeeper. When
1: are the two of you yeah, going to really. grow up? I mean, no, but this we is the Masters. For a while, but <laughs> we, we talk this talk isn't the sale. Phoenix Open. We, we you, you can have the jocularity, but yeah. this is the Masters here. This is here. serious business. Come oh, on. God. All
0: right. So you want me to give you mine? Pull, pulling the curtain back, we talked about it earlier, being a huge Greg Norman fan growing up. Yes and it goes into...
2: Hold on a minute. I'll let you finish. We talked about it earlier. We've been on the air for five minutes, and we did not talk about
1: it. You weren't here.
2: If you two rum-dums were talking about something off the air, that has nothing to do with our audience.
1: But doesn't that kind of go with the second one? Anything that Greg Norman has to do with the Masters... Can't be a favorite moment unless you totally despise Greg Maybe Norman. You really like Greg Norman throwing up all over his shoes. It was <laughs> yeah. kind of fun there for a while. I got to admit,
0: really nice shoes.
1: Yeah, he has the nice shoes. Um, my favorite moment, obviously, kind of like a, akin to yours, but it was the '86 Open when Nicholas shoots a 65 at 46 years old. Everybody had written him off. Same story, different person, right? And. So, yeah, I mean, those are basically the the two favorite ones. Now we can go to Alejandro for the saddest Masters moment. I guess it was more most, like, sticks out in my
0: mind. Uh, Greg Norman's epic collapse, which
1: ESPN then just dogged him for years after that. And deservedly so. Not really. I mean, he did win two British Opens. I mean, you'll give him that. And... But six shots, I mean, he shot 63, I think, on Saturday, he took a six-shot lead going into Sunday, and I don't think he was within six shots of Nick Felda when it was all over with, quite frankly. I don't remember because he wasn't, like, second place. It no. wasn't like, you know.
2: Well, the nice thing was he got himself out of it early, so it's actually <laughs> yeah. less sad with that because there was no surprise to anybody, especially Greg Norman, right, when he made the turn and it was over.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think of my saddest moments. Moment, I mean, you know, saddest or most disappointing. It was speed in his 10 cup moment, and he hadn't been right since. That's yeah. the big thing. I mean, that
2: yeah, that affected right. him to the point where he's never been back.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's um, he hasn't been back. You're you're right, and, and you we've seen this happen to more than one golfer oh, yeah. at the Masters. Everything's going your way. Yeah, I just nailed myself a green jacket and immortal. It slips away, right. and so do they. I mean, it's it's uncanny sometimes what the major tournaments can do to a golfer.
0: Arnold Palmer's um, was it the, plays in the in his fiftieth and final Masters in two thousand four. Where's yeah. that rank for you?
1: Oh, that that was you know, it's not like it was the saddest moment because he hadn't really been playing competitively for years. I mean in 2004 he was 70 what 5. So I mean it's not like you know he was 45 years old and decided I'm done and everybody was in shock. Um I think one of the saddest ones I guess kind of um you know dovetailing off that is actually when Nicholas and player the, that next year, it was always those three that hit the first, the ceremonial first shots when it was just those two, and they had the empty chair with Palmer's jacket over the side or over the back of it. Yeah, that, that was a little sad, no doubt about that. Why are you looking for
2: sadness in the Masters?
1: Well, actually, I wasn't looking for sadness. I was looking for more like disappointing – kind of like the Ed Snead collapse or, you know, the um, – Greg Norman collapse, some something of of that nature. I I do remember Hubert Green on the 18th. It was what year was it? 78 when Gary Player shot a 64 in the final round, and Hubert Green hits it within like three feet on 18, birdie to tie. Gets down over the putt, backs off.
2: Oh, it's over right there. Get down
1: over the putt, backs off, (laughs) and it's like, oh, this is not good. And, of course, obviously pushed it, never hit the hole.
2: Well, if you're going to miss it, miss it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, what is the most tightly contested Masters that you can remember?
2: I can't. I, I honestly don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember golf to that level. Right. I have no clue.
0: I got nothing on that one. <laughs> you
1: guys are just a bag of fun, I mean to tell you. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I don't know how to go. Okay, we'll just skip over that,
2: that one. That's what I'd have done to begin with, yeah.
1: What is your greatest hope or wish for this year's Masters?
0: Gurr, baby.
2: shampoo. Honestly, and I'm not saying this just because he is un- Believably annoying <laughs> with, with this thing, but it's not just him. Uh-huh. It's what I don't know what I hope happens to chambo either that he does what it seems like he may be capable of doing to this course. Or if he falls in the pond, I'm not sure which one I hope happens. I really do think this Masters is all about the Shambo. Did, did you see this? I know it's just a practice round. This is from our on, from Twitter from our buddy Chris Mascaro. All right, he tweeted right. this out yesterday from from the practice rounds. So here is each shot. It only went to 17. I don't know what happened on 18. Okay, of what his uh what club he hit into the green during the practice round. Now now listen to this. Number one was a sand wedge. Okay. Number two a par five, eight iron. Number three, he flew the green with a three wood off the tee. Flew the green with a three wood off the tee. Then it jumps down to number eight. 7 iron in from that 570-yard par 5. 9 was a wedge, 10 was a wedge, 11 was a 9 iron, 13 was a 7, 15 was a 9 iron, and 17 was a sand wedge. At least in a practice round, it's going to be a lot different when the lights come on right. tomorrow and especially Sunday. He's making, and we talked about this last week, he's making a mockery of that golf course, an absolute mockery. If he can putt, well, if he can do this and putt, and that's a big if, because there's no rough out there, obviously. Right, no. If he
1: can putt, my God, he might,
2: he might lap
1: the field. Well, and this is what I guess we kind of hit on it last week or the week before. It's, it's going to be what he can do. I mean, it, you know, it's going to be the scoring and, and the whole thing. I mean, my greatest hope, I hope he is leading the Masters going into the fourth round. And some schlub like Bubba Watson outthinks him and, and and takes his third Masters and DeChambeau still has none.
2: <laughs> yeah, like your it. sexual attraction to him starting to bother me a little bit. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but... It's just weird i mean it's not
0: doggy door but no a- actual question mr briggs yes oh i thought I, he was
2: gonna ask me about my viewing habits
1: again no that's later in the show okay
0: has there ever been i think to use the parlance of our times a jamoke to ever win the masters like somebody so far back in the field to just like barnstorm it and
2: Who's that weird English kid a few years ago? I'd never heard of him before. Since Willett was that his name?
1: Yeah, Danny Willett. I feel like you get yeah. some
2: oddballs at the mass. Uh, there's a few.
1: Patrick Reed.
2: Well, but he's he's put a nice little career. Yeah, he had to put him, so. a. little bit
1: at the time, it was you know it was yeah. kind of like he, he was basically your buddy, and that was it. <laughs> you know you're the only person that liked him at the time. Well. You know. I like him because everybody hates him. That there, was your there, comment. There is but, something about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, Tommy Aaron, way back about you know, '73 was kind of a. I mean, you know, that's it. I mean, Tommy, that's all. Tommy Aaron basically won. Um, and and it's kind of ironic. Lee Trevino never won a Masters. He won seven majors, I think, but he never won a Masters. What about Chi-Chi Rodriguez? No, Did he I ever win a Masters? He never won a major. Uh-oh. How cool would it
0: be to just be like, I, and to be perfectly honest, like you're the the last guy on the list to play the Masters. You're some jamoke. Win it, and you just like putter drop, walk off with your
1: check. I don't think you would do that. No. Because I, would, number, because I num- would totally do that. <laughs> No, because, number one, you have just now made millions of dollars in endorsements by playing your cards right. You have a green jacket. You're a lifetime member of Augusta National. And, you know, you basically make your own schedule on the tour now. And you have all kinds of sponsorships. And all of a sudden, people want you to design golf courses, be in commercials, and, you know. You do an impersonation of Billy Gibbons and walk off. I'm good with that. Give, give me that fat check, that
0: big, fake fat check. I'm done. I'm hanging it I done. always
2: have wanted one of those big checks. Just one time in my life. That would be interesting. Just one time. It could even be for a buck and a half. I I'd
1: like care. to be able to walk into Augusta
2: yeah, anytime. That would be, that that would would be, be cool. Right. Yeah, that would be all you right. You can't do that?
1: I
0: thought with your credentials and all, you could... My credentials? I sit in a basement with you
1: guys. No, your previous. Oh, i not a
2: basement. This is a palatial <laughs> studio. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Well, I, I mean, had to it's get
1: a credit check to get it. Completely finished and soundproof, but I mean, yes, it's still underground. Let's put Pulling it that way. Pull the
2: curtain, but down. Yeah, taking I'd, away the mystique.
1: I tell you, are well, a rube. Remember how we used to have the fireplace in Studio A and the fireside chats.
2: Yeah, there was a fireplace. I forgot about that. Yeah. I always think about the, the attic of the old barn we used to do it in when it was 12 degrees that was, outside. <laughs> that
1: was whatever. That wasn't even a C or a D. That was Studio yeah, X. Yeah, I don't was, know. Which is no longer even standing. Nah,
2: if somebody had the good sense to push
1: that thing over, which is what
2: needed done with it.
1: That was cold. Very cool or hot, depending yeah. on, on the weather. There was no heating or cooling. But I guess to answer your question, if I could have
2: one thing, this is just one big giant. It's not going to happen. But if I got to pick, there would be nothing better than the final group on Sunday being Tiger and Phil tied than just going at it because it's just that's my time right that's i I'd love to see that one more time because I I don't care what they do how much fake shtick they did at that thing in Vegas last year they hate each other they can't stand each other and I'd like to see it once more
1: that would be really cool either that or like Spieth Rory and whoever DeChambeau or somebody all tied all all tied going into 18 or, or whatever You know, 17 and 18, something of that nature. What do they do for
2: their tiebreaker?
1: They go – I can't remember if they go to 10 first. It's sudden death. All right. Well, as long as it's sudden death, I'm good with that. These
2: ones that play – four holes or nine holes or The British Open plays the
1: three holes, I think it is. Those
2: I don't like. Give me a sudden death, and then I'll root for it. Yeah. If we're going we're playing another nine, and then it's going to bleed over into Monday. I think the U.S.
1: Open plays 18. They may have changed it. It used to be. Right.
2: And then it bleeds over into Monday. I don't want that. I need resolution on Sunday. Oh, exactly. certainly what I want. It's going
1: to be interesting to see what type of viewership they have since it is week 10 of NFL football.
2: And well, they, what they better hope as the Masters is somebody is in six strokes ahead going into Sunday, right? You know, if it's because I've been thinking about myself, I've been, I've been planning this out. If this thing's close and it's two people that I can work up, at least one that I can work up a lather and care about. If somebody's way out ahead of this thing or some Danny Willett, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'll flip, but I'm gonna have a hard time doing it. I'm not gonna lie; it's gonna be hard to come off that red zone unless there's something. <laughs> really compelling happening down in augusta i i wish i could say that wasn't true i'm glued to that thing in april but that's where it belongs in april i'm I'm gonna struggle with this one there better be a story
1: that's why there's no golf tournaments in november yeah there's
2: probably they probably thought that out before (laughs) exactly
1: so
0: the sudden death they um apparently replay 18 then 10 okay um continuing replay the two holes until a winner is determined. See, I don't
1: like that either. I think if you start, okay, you start at 18, that's one thing. But if you go to 10, by God, go to 11. And then wouldn't it be cool if they stay tied in that little dinky par three twelve? Would be a, a playoff hole, and oh, do that would weird be stuff
2: like with a college football overtime, where then they have to do that John Rom skip it across the lake thing. Once you get to the fourth OT or something, you got to do something stupid. The further uh, along it goes,
1: now, now could you imagine playing seventy-two holes of like the most stressful competitive golf you'll ever play? It comes down to you and me, and we go par par on the first hole par, par in the next one, and we're still struggling. We're going after it. Birdie, birdie. Oh, man, they're going to the fourth one. All right, guys. <laughs> Little twist.
2: Skip it. <laughs> Bring out the clown's mouth. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, I'd like that one what, time.
0: What about if you went the whole way back to one, and at that point you lose your caddy and you got to carry your own clubs?
2: That's stupid. I love it. You you could go you know, just putter. Putter driver way close.
1: How about you walk backwards? You can do that.
0: Play, play the course backwards. You drive. No,
1: walk fr- backwards. If you fall, you get a penalty shot.
0: You drive from the green, and you got to get it closest to the T box.
1: Okay, bring out the clown mouth. That's basically where we're going here. I I
2: think it was funny up until the clown mouth, (laughs) and then shocker clown shoes over here derailed everything. So let's move off the Masters, and let's talk about football. Rick... Your boy Big Ben on the Rona list. Vance McDonald brings it into the team plane. A couple of guys, including Vince Williams and Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger keeps testing negative, so could be eligible to come back in
1: time for the game. I think game. they just wanted to give Ben the week off to heal his knees because he was allowed to come in for rehab on the knees weird. and all that kind of stuff and. The guy's 100 years old. Let's give him a rest.
2: I bring that up only because I, I could argue without a week of practice with two apparently injured both knees, you could probably just give him the week off. You're 8-0. You could maybe beat Cincinnati, maybe not, but it doesn't really matter. you know. Mason you,
1: Rudolph, you don't have much confidence you can beat anyone. Well, here's but- the
2: thing. Th- this is why I bring this up. You're sitting here 8-0 in a year like this. For all the good Colbert and t- Mike Tomlin do, Why, especially at this point of Ben Roethlisberger's career, they have not brought in a competent quarterback. After that disaster that was last year that you win eight games with those two losers in in Rudolph and that duck guy, why there isn't some type of professional backup quarterback, hell, an Andy Dalton, somebody, a Jameis Winston, somebody. Why we're still looking down the barrel of Mason Rudolph on Sunday is an abomination. Some somebody should be held to account for
1: that. It's ridiculous. It is it, arguably the worst backup in the league. I mean, I, mean, I don't know know them all quite right. frankly, but you go from team to team that have those type of quarterbacks. Your Mahomes, they have what Chad Henney. You know he did fine for him last year. You know Dallas had Andy Dalton, who apparently the Cowboys. Despised because he gets his head knocked off and no one defends the guy. Right. Uh, um, I mean, you have Trubisky and Foles. I mean, maybe neither one of them you really care for, but hey, I'll take either one of them over and Mason Rudolph any day of the week.
2: Jameis Winston signed for $1 yeah. million dollars to back up Drew Brees, who never gets hurt. You're telling me you right. could have brought in a Jameis Winston for $1 million and got rid of Duck Hodges? Seriously? Right. What,
1: what are we doing here? Yeah. And I mean, he. If there was a team, you know, controversy aside, that would try out a a Kaepernick. Right. I mean, because the guy hasn't played in three years, I don't believe, and he's probably still better right now than Mason Rudolph is. With one arm tied behind his (laughs) back. Mason Rudolph is pathetic. He is. He's horrible. I mean, not, you know – I I don't know if if a Kaepernick would even come at that role or at the money offered, you know, because apparently some teams were interested in him and he basically put the kibosh on it because right. he's made more money out of football. Well, yeah. let's, let's
2: be let's be honest with about somebody it. of his level. <laughs> hell, there's got to be one of them accounts still running around. Go
1: grab <laughs> one of them. I, yeah, somebody, <laughs> anybody. What what are we doing here? I I, I agree. It, it's it's a terrible position to be in because. If he goes down, it's so over is the season. Yeah. And I'll tell you another thing. The NFL is kicking around that idea. I don't know if you heard. If any games from here on out, of consequence, are postponed. Well, they're not kicking this around. It's done. We're going to expand the playoffs to eight teams. Explain that to me. Well, i tell you what I will explain to you. It means <clears throat> if that comes to fruition, which it will, which it most likely will, Number one seed means nothing. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing. No, so no why buy. are you worried about
2: it? At home games mean nothing because nobody's going to be there. Or Twelve thousand people at so most. So why are would you
1: risk a Mahomes, a Roethlisberger, it's a good or point, anybody? It, it, if it, you don't get a buy, there's nothing to play for. I mean, who cares if you're a three seed playing a one or a five? It doesn't really much matter. Yeah, you're in Heinz Field, but you have twenty thousand. Cardboard cutouts. Yeah, sitting if there in. are no
2: bye weeks and no fans, I I would argue if you're the Steelers, if you're the Chiefs, if you're the the Ravens, yeah, maybe week sixteen, week seventeen, maybe you're resting guys, including your star quarterback. Right. Create your own bye week because you're it doesn't matter. Even you take the home field out of it, it makes no difference whatsoever. None. S-
0: right. Serious Homer question. Why is uh, Rudolph start or going in before Dobbs? who's been in the system for – now, granted, he was out just was it just last year with the Jaguars. There's but something it, weird with
2: him. They see yeah. something that nobody else does.
0: Like, yeah. I'd rather have Duck than Mason Rudolph.
2: I'd rather have a competent football player. Like I said, get, <laughs> bring me a McCown. That's all I want. Bring, yeah.
0: bring Hines Ward back and put him in a quarterback. You
2: can do that. You can yeah. get one of them cardboard cutouts in the <laughs> one twenty yeah, section. If the
1: it, wind's blowing me. the right way, right. throw it just <laughs> as well. It,
2: Far more accurately, that's for sure. I do. I don't get it.
1: I'm gonna, you know, kind of segue off of Ben Roethlisberger and kind of. I'm gonna have to admit that you know I might have been a little bit mistaken. That happens to you more often. Than not you were willing very to often. Admit. Not very often. But you know,
2: <clears throat> Nick Foles isn't very good. Somebody here in this room told
1: you that, and you yelled at him. Well, I, I did obviously. Nick Foles stinks at football. But the thing is, you know what? You know what really baffles me is everybody in the Chicago offense at quarterback stinks. That I is mean, weird. over the last I don't know how many years, they stink. And and why is that? Because it's not like, okay, you know, um, Tariq Cohen's gone for the year. I understand that, but they still have Montgomery and a few guys named Moe backing them up. You have Allen Robinson. You know, um, Anthony Miller seems to show flashes but never breaks out at all in that offense at all. You know what I mean? And it's just – I don't know. it just every quarterback seems to stink in Chicago.
2: It is weird that that you go back even, I mean, the last reason – maybe Cutler, you know, in flashes and fits and starts. Yeah, They looked at at Jim McMahon as their golden era of quarterback play – And he was just a guy. Yeah, he was a cool story. He was a character, and he was a good quarterback. But he was just a guy. He was
1: good, and he was a cool looking guy. Right, the glasses, and he was was styling a profile. You like
2: crazy people, sure. But I don't. I don't know what that is. But again, I don't know how many times I can say it, and it infuriates you. Nick Foles only succeeds in a backup role in Philadelphia. Everywhere else he's gone, he's been an abomination. I'm glad you're finally admitting it. Move on. Until he goes back to Philly, he's dead to
1: was you. Was it Philly that he did the 27 touchdowns and four picks, or was that the Rams that one year? Remember, he did, like, 27 touchdowns and only, like, three or four picks. Well, that was picks? probably the Super
2: Bowl year, wasn't it? I don't. Or was this back at the beginning of his career? You
1: <clears throat> I don't think that was a Super Bowl because Wentz was a starter, for most of that season, I think
2: it was week four or five, wins went down. It was a pretty good. Man, maybe it wasn't that early.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, I, it, it might have been Philadelphia too. He's I don't know. He's not
2: good at football. Just, just don't, don't backpedal. Your no, I'm not going to backpedal. But you again. know,
1: I, I think we need to expand. At there's nobody good offensively in Chicago. It seems like. I mean, the whole offensive scheme is horrible. Yeah, and it's bad no matter who coaches it, no matter Matt Nagy was bad. supposed to be a genius, right? Mm-hmm. Offensive genius. All these twists and turns. And boy, I think this... he's a buffoon. <clears throat> yeah, I'm starting to go there with you, too. So,
0: 2013 with
1: the Eagles. Okay, so it was the Eagles. Yeah, it wasn't a Super it was. Bowl year, but it was yeah. the Eagles, yeah. right. Okay. so
2: I'm... But, you know, Once yeah, again, full disclosure,
1: right. well, one time you're right. I was right. And, you know, Isolate that. speaking said, of right. <laughs> right and wrong, I smoked you last week in the it's just, predictions it's just not line true. and straight, it's my just, man. Just not true.
2: It is, it's <clears throat> yeah, it is. are we going into the picks already?
1: <laughs> no, I was just wanted to um, say how much I was right. Also,
2: it's just now that, that you have to admit you were wrong about something. Now you start making up stories about.
1: I'll take the hint.
2: Now it's time for Finkelstein to spring into action here.
0: <laughs> hey, real quick. Oh, God. Better quarterback. You are fake news. Rex Grossman or Kyle Orton? Oh, Orton. Yeah, I mean, hands down. Kyle Orton or Jay Cutler? Cutler.
1: Cutler you feel Clark. to chime in if you disagree. I mean, I'm just kind of throwing them off the, no, I just don't care.
0: Cutler or Trubisky?
1: Cutler. All
2: right. I'll tell you this, with Trubisky, knowing kind of everything you just said about Chicago, Right. if they've decided they're done with him, if I'm a GM in the league and I've oh, got yeah, an grab aging em. quarterback like a Pittsburgh, <laughs> like right. a, name the city where you've got an aging quarterback, but your team is still good and so you're looking at some lean years, I'd be all over Trubisky. Oh, yeah, no doubt in a about good that. Situ- let's use Pittsburgh. We'll keep it Homer right. here. Right. You bring him into a good situation with good coaching, somewhere he could come for yeah. a couple years behind. If, I, if I'm Pittsburgh, I'd be all over Trebek. Because ta- the talent is there. And, and I think kind of even the successes he's had with the obstacles he's had in a, a pathetic offense and a pathetic right. team offense. Again, going back to what Sid Luckman, I mean, was that their last great quarterback?
1: Yeah, I mean, considering you know McMahon was just a guy, yeah, yeah so obviously, I've, yeah, I, I'd be all over a guy like that. <clears> yeah. I mean, you have to look up Sid Luckman. When was that? Thirties, forties? I don't no, know. I, don't, I mean, I only it, know about
2: him because you and I had an argument about him way back in yeah. season one of this pathetic radio show fifty years ago, and I'd never heard of him, and you were very mad. So but, I looked. No, him I mean, up. it's
1: just you, you say you know your football. You should know who yeah, Sid Luckman yeah, I is. I should know
2: quarterbacks from nineteen
0: thirty nine through nineteen fifty.
2: There you go. Hey, I pulled it out. Hey, before we get into the picks, I want to yell about something. Oh, I, w- I want to complain. Got m-
1: much things to cover, but
2: yeah, please yell.
1: Now I, I-, I have something to yell about too, so All I'm right. right with you. Well, go then, ahead. then you can go
2: with me. So I think it's I've made it pretty clear of my consternation with uh, Mike Florio. Yes. he bothers me a good bit. Yes, and for all those reasons, yeah, deservedly so. So he sends a tweet the other day that bothers me, and I'm not getting political. I don't care about the politics of, of the Rona and all that BS. I I, I don't want to hear it. Don't don't tweet me. Don't at me, bro. Isn't that something people <laughs> say? But he tweets this out, and this was after the uh, I believe it was after the Notre Dame Clemson and the Notre Dame kids flooding the field. Anyhow, so he he tweets out. If you've been acting for months like the virus isn't real, you don't get to complain about spontaneous outdoor gatherings to commemorate a genuinely held belief by many that four years of darkness and fear are finally ending. Here's what's wrong with that tweet Mike Florio is actually a pretty good story, you know, and it's a shame I have to hate him now. I can remember him kind of being a thing when he was just a blogger, when, you know, pro football talk was just a blog. And he lives back in the back haulers of West Virginia somewhere. I mean, he was literally a nobody who built this empire, and now he's appearing on Sunday Night Football every week. Who then decided, I am now so important that the only thing that really matters is my politics. And I actually hate football, the thing I've built (laughs) my life upon I hate football, but here's what I'm tired of in general, and I guess this didn't have anything to do with the Clemson-Notre Dame thing, but in my head, this is where this all ties in. I'm about sick and tired. I assume what he's referring to is all these celebrations in the cities, right, when Biden was declared the winner on Saturday. Again, I don't care about that. Not one bit. You might care about it. I don't care. I don't care about any of that. But to say, I am sick and tired of, so this guy's got to be pretty educated, right? He's pretty smart. He's built this thing. He's basically saying, and I'm tired of this happening in general because there was a lot of arguments back and forth on Twitter about how awful the Notre Dame thing was and how great these celebrations because of the president and ding-dong, the witch is dead, or whatever everybody's all excited about. I'm tired of, and somebody the level of Mike Florio playing the – Oh, yeah? Well, you started it. So, so now you he has been whining and wringing his hands and essentially endorsing the, the abolition of the NFL. Not yeah, they shouldn't be playing this year. They should be taken away forever because it's too dangerous. And now he's, he's so scared of the virus. Now he's set defending groups getting together. You can say, I'm happy about the outcome of the election while still saying, but I'm consistent in my belief that people shouldn't be gathered together outside, even in mass. Essentially, he's thumbing his nose at people and everybody's doing this. But I expect more from a guy like this saying, well, yeah, well, you started it. You didn't even think the fire and you wanted football to be played. And now you're complaining about this. You don't get to do that. God, I can't take these people anymore, Rick. I can't do it. Mike Florio,
0: born June 8th, Why does he 19- have to just 65? pull up the
2: emergency brake
0: every time we get rolling? <laughs> every time. Wheeling, West Virginia, went to WVU, then Carnegie Mellon University, and a graduate of WVU College of
2: I don't
0: care. <laughs> he said he was a learned man. I looked up at learnedness.
2: No, We don't have to verify everything. If we verified every stupid shit that flew out of my mouth, we wouldn't get through one topic a show. We don't. Good God. We need a screeching <clears throat> brake sound effect. I'm going to work on yeah, that. Yeah, we got to get time. one of that.
1: Because, <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> have that ten times a show. We get rolling and I go, huh, for a counterpointer or agreement. It, 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 hey! Dipshit's
2: reading Wikipedia back. <laughs> it was Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> of course it was. Anyway, Hey. That's great. I mean, that was a, that was a good rant, Rick. And I have one because I came across a tweet on Twitter myself, and I we, didn't even forget who it was. We so need I'm, to get
2: off the tweeters.
1: But but it's such a a, um, a source of irritation and rants. It, it is. And <clears throat> I saw this tweet, and it said one of those "don't at me"s. You oh, know, man, like "don't at, at me, bro." He goes, "Tua has always been greater than Burrow." End of tweet. Okay, now that's fine if you think him coming out of school, he was better than Joe Burrow. Okay. But don't sit there and say he's always – he's played two games. (laughs) Right. Where his – And Joe Burrow's played nine. We don't know anything. Where his defense has given him four touchdowns. He's been behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, who took a team that we were – totally said was garbage last year. They won five games. They were over 500 and decided to take Fitzpatrick out. And, okay, two was ready. And to his credit, he hasn't lost any games. I, he was 54% passing in the first game. What was little as he
2: had to do with the first game. He was great last week. I'll yes, he was. He
1: 71% was completion, 248 yards, two two touchdowns, no picks, 122.3 rating. I get it. And, but at that same time, you know, his defense still came through. I mean, I but the point is, what has Joe Burrow done? On a team that was probably deemed worse than Miami going into both seasons, if this you think season, about it, certainly. And, and last everywhere. year, did you see that? That's I, I good don't pay attention area. to you, we're so it doesn't really much masks matter. In here. Uh, <laughs> but but Joe Burrow has, you know, just a, a, acquitted himself quite well as a Bengal. they they've won two games. People are talking about them being 0 and 16, not the Jets at the beginning of the year. And he's playing, He's play, from a fantasy perspective, he's good. From an NFL perspective, he's good. Is he better than two? I have no idea. But when you have, have had, <coughs> excuse me, had a total of what, 10 games between the two of them? Right. And you're saying who's greater and who's. That irritates the hell out of me. Here's what it is. This is
2: all it is, and this is why it actually doesn't bother me. It just uh, – this makes me roll my eyes. I promise you whoever that bag of awful is that wrote that tweet is one of them Jagaloon draftniks, right? And so he came in, and his draft projections had two as better, and he had to sit on his thumbs – for eight weeks till Tua got into the lineup. Then he had to keep his mouth shut last week. And then Tua finally had a good game, a really good game. And now he can step up. And how about this, millennials? Or what's after the millennials? Uh, what do they call them?
0: Oh, now you want yes, now sp- well, Yeah, <laughs> and
2: I don't need a four-paragraph four <laughs> <laughs> soliloquy either. Just what's the answer? I was talking over you. Zennials. Zeni- That's not, is it really?
0: Zennials between X and millennials i actually don't know what in between is
2: or after is i'm lost See, what, the, what the what breaks I, hit again whatever's after millennials is there's no more debate right this could be a good debate you know what would be really cool if burrow's great and two is great and herbert's great right and then we for 20 years can debate over who's the best one which one would you rather have Not these dickheads. This whole world is, I've decided this one's better, and you cannot even speak to me about this. This is is what I hate. This is the world we live in. Don't at me. Shut up. How about I punch you? I won't at you. (laughs) I'll chop you in the throat. That's what I'm going to do. And the thing
1: is, can't we have this debate at least after... They had three years under yeah. their belt starting.
2: Maybe, yeah, maybe let Tua get to his second pair of shoes before we start declaring what's going to happen for the rest of his career. Because right. I assume he's still wearing his week one spikes at this
1: point. I mean, does anybody remember Mark Sanchez?
2: Sadly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you only remember the butt fumble, though.
1: Well, yeah, but don't you? You know, they went to the AFC title game right. two years in a row. Mark Sanchez, I tell you, he brought this team on his shoulders. Well, I mean, what happened then? Was that Sanchez? Wasn't that Pennington? I don't think. No, Pennington was hurt. Remember the shoulder? Did Sanchez go back that far? Maybe he did. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't know. It's been a while, Steve. I mean, how long have we been, been on? How long have we been on the air? And we had. Who was it? Let's bring up. Let's bring drop names. at fantasy sixth man. Remember Fan uh, Sanchez. Remember he was talking about the Sanchez uh, of the New York Jets. Remember he sent us the jersey.
2: We had a jersey. Yeah, you sure that was me?
1: Sanchez oh, was two thousand nine. Here we here we go again with the breaks. <laughs> I mean, it, not <laughs> you, him this
0: time. Generation Z, by the way.
1: Oh. Yeah, Gen Z. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter now.
2: Yeah, I'm exhausted. We I, should pick games after I just pummeled you last week. Just you lost. Pulverized. You it's lost. That's not
1: true. It's However, not true. even following Schmucko over here, you still Schmucko, won money. <laughs> you follow the old ball coach, you won like a lot I of money. I had a good week last week. You were eight and. What was it, eight and six against the line? I was nine and five.
2: Yeah. It's always one better or one worse, depending on how you feel you're doing.
1: Did you see that the Undertaker is finally giving his final final farewell? No, no he's not. November? <laughs>
2: no, he's not.
1: Because why? Because he started in November at Survivor Series. He is finally. Ending it. Well, he's 55. He yeah. has to sooner or later. You're going to yeah. die. 12 15 years from now, him and Shane McMahon will be swinging
2: canes at each other at some <laughs> WrestleMania because they can't develop any other talent.
1: And Ric Flair will be in a wheelchair yeah. going, woo! Yeah, it's, just,
2: yeah, it's not <laughs> done. You know, I, I fell for about 12 of these Undertaker goodbye parties. I'm not falling for it again.
1: <laughs> I know. It, it's terrible. But oh. this is... Supposedly it.
2: All right. Thursday night football, Rick. We better get it. Well, we just it.
1: can't veer away from picking games, can we? It's well, what he, we do. He's like a bull. He's just like walking. Well, what, what else would you like to talk about? Well, it doesn't matter now because I started and you're done. Yeah, and it's you're every just... time I start to pick
2: games, you bring up some nonsense out of nowhere about nothing.
0: What yeah. is Mark Calloway going to do with Survivor Series? Is he actually going to enter?
2: Retire, I guess. Or is
0: he
1: having like just... Like the
0: headlining match.
1: Um, Oh, he's not going to wrestle again, is he? What was originally referred to as 30 years of the dead man will now also feature The Undertaker's, quote-unquote, final farewell. Um, The final... Okay. Doesn't say what he's going to do. Oh, it's going to be, while many of The Undertaker's wrestling efforts in recent years were critical flops... Looking far past his physical prime, his final showing was a massive success. Yeah, he beat AJ Styles, but it doesn't say what he's going to do in this one. So, it's probably just going to be a, maybe a reflection of his career, and he stands up there, and everybody comes out and shakes his hand. I don't know. What That's do we what He carry?
2: comes out and chokeslams somebody, and he gives somebody the last ride anyhow.
1: I wonder who would be a good one to do that to, though. John Cena the rock i would love to see him choke slam both those guys he bring mankind back Have uh, a i bet his you, ass one more
0: time i bet you he would come back for that
1: that is probably the greatest match i ever saw the craziest anyhow Whew. that hell in the cell you've seen it right oh yeah yeah the- just i mean you got a tooth hanging out of your <laughs> lip i mean and he's still going after him. I mean, it it was crazy I I don't. Yeah. And Jim Ross's
0: reaction was priceless because he didn't know that that was supposed to happen.
1: Yeah. Nobody did. Yeah. I mean, I know Mark Calloway said he was standing there looking down. He said he thought he was dead. Why (laughs) are we
2: calling Taker Mark Calloway now? I don't like that.
1: Because
0: he actually officially, well, I guess, unofficially, officially, unofficially renounced Undertaker.
1: Yeah, see. You gonna
0: argue with him?
1: What do you Are mean you he s- renounced it? You've seen
0: him before. He started doing like podcasts and interviews which he didn't do as The Undertaker, and now he's doing him as Mark Calloway specifically. And like
1: going it. back to Twitter, he goes, I am old enough to remember you've seen those oh, tweets, I hate you know. That, I do man. too. But I, I do remember mean Mark Calloway. See, I do not. I know. See, I I, I agree. probably
2: saw him wrestle but didn't click. Probably not
1: because he was down you know, down south in the in the NWA, uh, and so you probably yeah, maybe, didn't. Well, did. maybe on Ted Turner, yeah, I mean, but yeah. it's hard to say. Anyway, let's go to the games. You
2: sure that's okay? Well, unless I get you sidetracked. Get unless you, I get sidetracked. You got anything on Wikipedia you'd like to read before I start picking games?
0: No, but I'm going to call you out every time the point spread
2: changed. Go ahead, maybe as long as it goes in my favor. All right, Thursday night football, Rick. The Colts getting two in Tennessee. One. Mute your microphone.
1: (laughs) I tell you what, what a stinker last week with the Colts. We just stuck them into the top ten thing. Boy, this is a really game offense. I'm going Tennessee. I I, I like the Titans. They just seem to be a – Phil Rivers is bad.
2: Now, there's somebody
1: that needs to go after a Trubisky. Yeah. Phil Rivers is done. I mean, that, that debacle last they week was They were better idiots. with
2: Brissett. I don't know why. I still I don't understand this move. Even nine weeks in now, I don't understand the move.
1: I don't either. But I'm going Tennessee 24, Indianapolis 17.
2: Yeah. I mean, you you talk about coin flips all around. These Thursday night games are always coin flips. These AFC South games are always coin flips. I, I just think Tennessee's better. Indy, Indy's defense is for real. You saw that right. really grind Baltimore down to a, down to nothing. it's Rivers, right? I just don't trust Phillip Rivers. So I think it'll be it'll be a field goal game. So I got the Titans winning and covering here twenty six twenty three. All right, Rick. Houston coming off the bye plus three in Cleveland. No, Houston wasn't on a bye. I don't know where I got no,
1: that. No, speaking of byes. Cleveland
2: was on a bye. That's right. Yeah. I got it.
1: Speaking of buys, Atlanta, the Jets, thankfully, Dallas, thankfully, and Kansas City. Um look, Houston. They're a mess. They just fired, I think, the GM today, and didn't they just get replaced? Wasn't Bill O'Brien the general manager right. before? I mean, I think it was a GM, but some other executive yeah, was, was some fired PR today. Exec or something. I, mean, I don't know what it was. I just caught it before I came here, and I wasn't even sure exactly what it was. But I don't know. that That team's a mess. They have too much talent to be this bad. But they are. I'm going Cleveland thirty, Houston twenty four.
2: Speaking of too much talent to be this bad, Cleveland. I feel the same way about Cleveland. You're right. I this one's just a feeling. I think they're going to struggle with Deshaun Watson defensively. Deshaun Watson kind of can counteract the strengths of the Cleveland Is this defense. A drum roll. I don't feel like it's an, ups- okay. an upset that much of an upset. So I don't think it's worthy of the drum roll. I got Houston here winning this thing outright, 30 to 27. I think it's going to be actually an entertaining game. All right, Rick, your Washington football team getting four in Detroit taking on the Lions. Four and a half. Now you're just adding half to everything to be a dick. Yeah. I know what you're doing back there. Nope. I'm looking Put on Rick's sunglasses and be silent. He has his own sunglasses.
1: He've got red but ones. But yours
2: are for now going to be the silent sunglasses. Oh. If you if you wear them you have to be quiet.
1: Oh, maybe I'll put them on.
2: And then I need to get a stick and if you violate it I hit you with the stick.
1: Oh, I'm listening.
2: A silent <laughs> stick.
1: Get a get a doggy door for this moron. That's what you need. <laughs> no, I don't I would not do that. You have a stick. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah. gross
1: pick the game what is he laughing <laughs> about <laughs> i don't know but it's funny why does somebody laugh i like look detroit it does nothing for me especially with galladay out of there that they can't seem to do anything i'm going washington 28 detroit 26
2: yeah, this, this is kind of like the who cares bowl at this point. We're down to Alex Smith,
1: but great story. So, so here is the thing, and here is there's where the NFL would say this is a consequential game because Washington's right in the oh, yeah, NFC they're a game and a half out of <laughs> yeah. the NFC
2: East. Yeah. So here is the thing: Washington should be able to perform well in this game, based on the fact that. Alex Smith obviously isn't very mobile. You don't want him taking hits. And Detroit has no pass rush whatsoever. Similarly, Detroit is awful, awful against the run. And you've got Antonio Gibbons. Yeah. (laughs) Gibson. I don't know where that came from. Aspartame. That too. Plus McKissick running running the ball well. They should be able to go out there, control the line of scrimmage, and run the football. Here's what we know. Therefore, they will have Alex Smith throw the ball 45 times. He'll get <laughs> intercepted four times again, and somehow the Lions are going to win this thing. I got the Lions by a field goal, 23-20. All right, Rick, Jacksonville getting 13-and-a-half in Lambeau.
1: <sighs> I am going. With a Jacksonville cover by half a point. Twelve I have and a half. I have Green Bay thirty six, Jacksonville twenty-three. Jacksonville scored twenty five last week. Where you say well, I, I had them covering, you said that was the stupidest pick to make. The one that I beat you by was Jacksonville, Mister. I'm going no, Jacksonville no, no, to no, cover.
2: Hold on. Don't give me that revisionist history. You yes, picked no. Jacksonville to win that game.
1: No. Yes. No, I didn't. Y-
2: yes. Oh yes, did. I did. Yeah. But
1: they covered yeah. which I won on the line. You tried to revise. History. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. No, but I said you I lied to our audience. No, I said I picked them to cover. I didn't say anything about straight. No, but you, you
2: picked them to win that game. I did. That's what
1: I said was stupid. That's what I said was stupid. Well, they lost by two, so I mean it wasn't that bad. I'm going Jackson, or Green Bay thirty-six, Jacksonville twenty-three. Yeah, thirteen and
2: a half is just That's a lot. Lie. I tried to work scores. I mean, I have what I consider a pretty big blowout: 39-23. 23. That's still a cover. So, yeah, yeah, I'm right with you. Packers are going to win this thing easily, but thirteen and a half is a lot. All right, Rick, the Eagles laying three-and-a-half on the road with the Giants.
1: Yeah, and this is going to be a NFC
2: East. This is the NFC East championship game right here, I it think. It could be. Sadly.
1: Yeah, very sadly. I'm, I'm going Philadelphia. the – look, Danny Dimes, I don't know, he, he's not showing a whole lot, is he? Well, he's showing a lot. He's just got that turnover gene, man. He yeah, can't shake it. it really is. I, I'm going Philadelphia 31, Giants 25. Probably a pretty entertaining game. Yeah, it will be. Yeah.
2: Giants will be in it in the end and blow it in the end. That's what they'll do. I got the Eagles here as well, 27-20. All right, Rick, Tampa Bay. I'm sure we both predicted that shellacking they took <laughs> on Sunday night. They're five-point favorites on the road in Carolina without Christian McCaffrey again.
1: Again. And, look, Carolina – Actually, could have, should have, would have, but didn't beat Kansas City last week. But now we don't have McCaffrey. Tampa Bay just got, like you said, shellacked. Look, we both—I think we both took New Orleans to win that game, but certainly not in that fashion. I didn't see that. No, no. I'm going Tampa Bay to win, but I think Carolina covers. I have Tampa 27, Carolina 26. I wanted to make a big deal about that Tampa
2: loss. But the more I thought about it, it was so lopsided that it almost feels meaningless. Like it just got away from them. They had a bad week of right. preparation. Just the avalanche came. If they would lost by two touchdowns, I think it would have been a bigger story than what that loss was. And sometimes that just happens. So I, do, I almost take nothing away from that game whatsoever. I think that's when you just ball up and throw out forget it ever happened and call it an anomaly. I'm going to take Tampa Bay here. I'm going to have them cover. I just think, boy, you think about Tom Brady. After getting embarrassed like that on national TV, if, if he's got it left and we assume he does, you're going to get the best of Tom Brady in this game, and I think it's going to overwhelm Carolina. I, I've got Tampa here 33-24. All right, Rick, Denver getting five in Vegas.
1: Yeah, this boy, I tell you what, this is a, a, a team that – I don't know. I think. I think it needs mention. The Raiders are playing some pretty decent right? football. Derek Carr is playing good. But I don't know. This is a division game. I like the Raiders to win, but I'm going to have Denver cover. I, I think they're talented enough, and, and it's a division game. I have Raiders 29, Denver 25.
2: Boy, that's weird. I also have the Raiders at 29, but I gave Denver 26. But I I view it the exact same way, right? Five points is a lot in this division. Yeah. And and Denver's down, but they're not that far down. It's going to be a close game. All right, Rick, the Chargers just new and more interesting ways to lose every (laughs) single week, no matter how well Justin Herbert plays. They're getting
1: getting two and a half on the road in Miami. And that's a Charger thing, right? (laughs) I mean, it's – look, I – Really, before I saw the schedule, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I think Miami's due to lose. Then I saw they played the Chargers. (laughs) I just can't have them losing to the Chargers. I think the Chargers will probably lead the majority of the game. But I have Miami winning 24-23 by hook or by crook, a fumble, an interception, leading to a last-minute field goal, whatever the case may be. I have Miami coming out on top in the end.
2: I just think at some point, right, they have to screw up and win one. So, I'll, I'm going to start <laughs> riding this pony the, the rest of the way, ho. I'm going to take the Chargers here by a field goal, 30-27, to 27, although everything you just said is probably what's going to happen. All right, Rick, Bill's getting one and a half on the road in
1: Arizona. Up to two. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, after what Arizona did last week, and then what Buffalo did last week, you would you would think, well, you know, yeah, take
2: the over. Yeah, <laughs> That's well, what I would you, do in this. You case. know,
1: Buffalo's going out there, and they're going. They're they've come alive. Well, I think Arizona wins the game. I think they're home. I think they they have a, a bounce back game. I think it's going to be a tight game. 3430
2: Arizona. Yeah, I got it 3330. We we've morphed into one <laughs> terrible mind here at this point. All right, th- this line surprised me, Rick. Seattle getting one and a half on
1: the road at the Rams. Yeah. Um Two. the I can't stand it. The, <laughs> the defense of Seattle is what is the word? Horrible, horrifying. I know what it is. Miserable. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's just pathetic. Pathetic. However, Russell Wilson and that offense isn't. I, I'm going uh, Seattle to win outright. I'm, I'm taking them 37, Rams 33.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure this one's even close. I don't trust the Rams. I don't know what to make of the Rams any given week. I know what to make of Russ Wilson in that offense. And after getting that L hung on them last week, I think they come back. I can't believe they're getting points. If I can get Russell Wilson and points, I'm going to take that every time, unless maybe he's an arrowhead. That might be the only time I'd hesitate. So, I got Seattle here 34-27. All right, Rick, the 49ers getting nine and a half down in Nolens.
1: You know, typically that's a lot of points. I don't think it's near enough. No. I got new, new Orleans. I got them 37, San Francisco 20. Yeah, I got 28-17, and I'm not
2: confident Nick Mullins gets them to 17. I'm really not. All right, Rick, uh, Bengals getting eight. This is off the board, so this is the most recent I can find, so God knows what this boot back Six here will say. I'm going to stick with the eight. Bengals plus eight in Heinz Field.
1: I think they cover I, I, easily. I, I think this is going to be a tight game. Um, even if Ben is playing, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a close game. I got Pittsburgh thirty, Cincinnati twenty-seven.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm doing this with the mind that Ben Roethlisberger is going to play. He seems to keep testing negative. He should be back, although he's banged up. I'll take the Steelers here twenty-seven twenty-one, but that would be a Bengals cover, and this might be actually a last-minute field goal game. In the more as well as Joe Burrow playing. All right, Rick, the Ravens seven-point road favorites in Foxborough. Didn't think you'd see that one.
1: No, and if you did, you'd say, "Well, I'm certainly taking the pats and the and and that, but no, I'm not i Baltimore's good new New England look they were lucky they beat the New York Jets, yeah, I mean they were out and out lucky, and Belichick, when all his genius, almost blew that game with clock mismanagement. It was terrible. Um, but I'm going Baltimore 31, New England 20. I think they're that much better.
2: Yeah, I got a 30-21. I'm right there with you. And right on time with a minute to go, Rick, Vikings two-and-a-half-point road favorites in Chicago.
1: Yeah, I think the Bears are who we thought the Bears were. They're they're not there. The offense is bad. Look, Nick Foles isn't any good. Trubisky isn't any good. And they are who we thought they were. Exactly. we let them off the hook. And when they – Lost before we said you know we th- both of us thought Minnesota's a better team than this right yeah maybe they're not a great team but I think they still are a better team and I think they're better in Chicago twenty four eighteen yeah
2: I just it, it's, I think it's gonna be ugly I think because nothing Kirk Cousins hates more than winning primetime games he really despises it but Nick Foles is not good at football as we've discussed <laughs> earlier so I got the Vikings here twenty seven twenty and mercifully this nightmare is over thank God if you're still with us
1: I. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. I I, I think you're uh,
2: an, achiever,
1: an achiever if you're staying here with us. Achieve. You're grabbing knowledge.
2: At Asylum Football on Twitter, AsylumFantasySports.com, at 120ZSports. Until next time, we'll see you.
1: Yeah, take care.
2: I looked down and saw it. We were past time, but, of course, our producer wouldn't happen to mention that. He and
1: did. He went one minute.
2: Apparently, that's not on Wikipedia somewhere where he can look it up and read it. I was sticking up for it.
1: He did go one. Thank you.
2: I'm looking over there.
1: Well, yeah, but he was that. talking to me.
2: Well, why didn't you maybe give me a nod then?
1: Because we weren't done with the games. That didn't really much matter, did it? Oh, yes, it matters. The show's over. <laughs> nah, what do you mean Not, it not if we're not matter? done with the games. <laughs> the, <laughs>
0: good the games made it. So you're good there. Yeah,
1: it's all that matters.
0: Ugh. So is this the week that the Steelers lose? Yes.
2: And probably next week, too. They always lose to Jacksonville, no matter how pathetic they are.
0: It's Jacksonville, Browns, or Cincinnati every year
2: you talking about Browns every year. Last year was the first time they'd lost to them since, like, the 90s.
0: Didn't the Browns, like, knock them out of the playoffs the one year? No. Like, it was a terrible, terrible season for the Browns, but somehow
2: they knocked you them out. You
1: haven't looked that up on Wikipedia yet, or what? <laughs>
2: no. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've got to get uh... – I mean, we could use that, but I need screeching
1: brakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do like that, though. That, that is, uh, yeah.
2: Let me just play this.
0: <laughs> I like that one. Since he's plus you. 235.
1: It's a long, but I like it. you know.
2: That's what she said. Nothing? I have another
1: one. What here. we're in need of is better communication. That's a good one. I should play that more. Yeah. What we're in need of is better communication. This world would be a much better place if we all learned how to tell each other how we're feeling. Take love, for example. Love you. Bye. I can't <laughs> see what, I'm what did we use there? I have no idea. I, love you. I, well, I
2: was that's hoping you two idiots would leave thing, so I could usually go
1: eat dinner. See, I told you I told you that would come up. Yeah. He he gives, he gets off work at at you know eleven o'clock in the morning and now complains because he wants to eat. I'm hungry. Well, you should have ate before. You've been off work forever. I've been hunting. You should have hunted for something in the refrigerator. <laughs> well, I will if you two idiots would leave. You're not going to hunt for anything in the refrigerator. You're going to go up there and, and expect your wife to have something made
2: for you. That's right. And something is made, and I'm not eating it because you two idiots won't leave.
0: You should have gone with something like rubes or jagaloons.
1: I do like rube. That's, that's one of my favorite the terms. Rubes in the yeah, boobs. I'm, I'm a big
0: jaggaloon fan.
1: Jaggaloon. What is a jackaloon? Uh, you <laughs> when you use the word oh, so it's another word for itself. genius
2: i guess the fact that you've survived 72 years on this planet as stupid and unaware as you are is its own special form of genius i'll give you that <laughs> thank you i am a genius i mean I you you'd have thought that. natural selection would have wiped you out 45 <laughs> years ago not a chance
1: I mean, look. So at that.
2: I, I think there's a form of genius there. Yeah, I'll give I mean, you that. think about it, yeah, you
1: know, armadillo's still around, possum, you know,
2: um, what else? So this is where where you're thinking to compare yourself. This is how you're putting yourself over.
1: Well, oh, um, you know, kind of like a, you know, I amaze people. <laughs> he's he's still here. Well, yeah, how? I am amazed by that. Yeah, you know. I mean, how is he still here? Horseshoe crab. Horseshoe crab. Are we just yeah. naming
2: oddball animals now. Apparently, I mean, that's that what he's doing. Do? Yeah, mean, get <laughs> on Wikipedia, see what they say.
0: This this goes back to the Atlanta-Toronto. We're
1: <laughs> just yelling cities. <laughs> you wanted a landing spot, so I've given somebody a landing spot.
0: Landing spot, not landing strip.
2: I don't think that that that's like putting the brakes on again. He's trying to get me to talk about porn is what he's doing. Kind of. Yeah.
0: Seattle's plus 108. Like, how do you not take that?
2: Because it's only 108. You I know. mean, I'd take it
1: if but, I can get anything. I mean, you throw
0: that it. in a parlay.
1: Yeah, but, you know, these numbers come up because, like Rick said last week, I mean, you know, these, these people know something a little more than what we
2: do. Well, that's, And I, I would like to know – I wonder: Is there a sites out there where they kind of give you the the justification for the line? Because I can't figure this Seattle right. one out for no, for that, anything. That one's crazy. Even even at the two. Now I mean it. I guess at plus one and a half on the road, they're actually saying it's either a pick'em or Seattle's actually a point point and a half favorite. Because they always it's just that automatic right. three for right. for the home for the road team. Which just, man, just what have you, What is anybody, I don't know. I, I, that one's weird to me.
0: I think you got to throw out. It almost
2: feels like a trap. You should probably lay money on the Rams. It feels like a trap because I can't imagine we're the only ones saying, God, hop all over that.
1: Well, the thing is with Seattle's defense, would you be shocked if Jared Goff went out and threw for 330 and, and three touchdowns? I mean, no, know. but the problem is I also wouldn't be shocked if he threw for 78 yards
2: and four interceptions. That's just who he's been.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't. He's not been the Jared Goff a couple years ago where they went to the Super Bowl, and he's just never even come close to that, really. I do like Robert Woods, though. Man, he's having a good year. That guy's tough. I mean, he's looking at Wikipedia. I keep expecting him to say something. He's just sitting there, like watching porn or something. I don't know.
0: No, I keep looking at the numbers because that Seattle game just does not make sense.
2: He's looking at porn? I are you, are so. you looking at stuck videos?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to find the one where the guy gets taken advantage of. Yeah, it's not
2: of. there. It's just not there. I think I reached the bottom of the internet with those. I couldn't find any new scenario. That's fair. That's so fair. I la- I did land on, though. I, I found, well, the, the genre in and it, of itself wasn't that interesting. But, but something happened in one of them that I did find interesting. So, so I got myself in a loop of... So, so picture it's just your general couple, husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever they are. They they don't give you a lot of background information generally. Probably better that way. And so then they decide we're going to blindfold the young lady. Oh, get a a little risque, you know what I mean? Oh. And then then what happens is they blindfold a friend. Have a pinata or what? No, (laughs) (laughs) that I watched that. (laughs) So then, presumably, a friend of the the gentleman pops out of somewhere or walks in. Why are the they always a gentleman or well, respectful? If nothing else, they're, they're doing a job here. So it's a paid position. Yeah. Yes. So so the friend comes in. They kind of he kind of tags in. Oh, blind tag. Yeah. So and then the unbeknownst to the young lady, that she's actually. Uh, enjoying relations with this friend or the, this other person. And usually about halfway through, the young lady will remove the blindfold, feign surprise. Oh. They'll all have a good laugh. <laughs> and then it's... A good chortle. Yeah, and then it's... Everybody goes, you know, then it becomes kind of a... Then they play a, Yahtzee. A group project, oh. if you will. So yeah, yeah, they play Rummy or Yahtzee yeah. or something. Right, yeah. So that in and of itself isn't all that interesting.
0: But I think they need to involve the dog door with that.
2: Well, how? Well, what are you gonna stuff her in the dog door? She's blindfolded. It's not like she's up roaming
1: around. Well, why don't they? They could have made her instead of blindfolding her, hard of hear, hard of seeing, and it, like her contact popped that, and then she's crawling around looking for it. See, and something, then she so happens to go, th- go through the door and then okay. get stuck. See, what if? What if the dog door? Stuck
0: on the outside. UPS delivers a package, air quotes package, and the significant other, whether it be the husband it. or boyfriend or girlfriend. Well, let's go
2: with paramour.
0: Well played. It's like, oh, I see that your upper sixteenth is stuck in the dog door. Meanwhile, UPS is on the outside. Paramour is on the inside.
2: That that does exist. Damn it. That does exist. So. But anyhow, the one that stuck out to me in particular, number one, in I didn't get enough details, and I found myself fixating on something I generally wouldn't. So, so as I said, in most of these, the, the original gentleman, the, the paramour, okay. I, I think we just, he yeah. kind of sticks around. Doesn't usually participate until the big reveal, but he sticks around. So there was one where he just sort of disappeared. No, I thought they just weren't showing them. You know, it's all about camera angles. But then kind of well into this, and before the big reveal, all of a sudden, he's sitting in the corner of the room eating a sandwich.
1: We probably just got done setting up the Yahtzee game. Well, and see, this bothered me
2: because there was no context as of was the sandwich there. Did he go to the kitchen? Did he leave to go get the sandwich? Did, did he go, to, go a to a restaurant? Exactly. There was no context there. And then I just found myself wondering, what is the appropriate sandwich for this occasion? And they didn't give me any detail around that. Italian roast and beef. And then the big reveal happened. It sort of then goes like the rest of it them. It was a Reuben. Where did the sandwich go? They, all of a sudden, there was just no sandwich. And there wasn't enough time to eat the sandwich. I, I need context around how this sandwich came about. I appreciate the fact that you need a plot. Yeah, I do. I, well, you I, know what bothers me? <laughs> hemorrhoids?
1: No, I've never had Osteoporosis. that. Osteoporosis? I, I always wondered where Male pattern baldness. Yahtzee came from. The word. Why did they come up with that?
2: Wikipedia, here See, we go.
1: now he's going to Wikipedia. I mean, wh- what would possess you to, you know, hey, I got this cool game, Rick. What you do is you take turns and you throw these dice and you can get pairs and threes and four of a kinds and full houses. You know, I don't and think I've ever like played it.
2: a buy the rules and, game and, of Yahtzee. And, and
1: five of a kind, you know, and, and that's the big score. And, and when somebody gets one, they can go and get this. Yahtzee! Maybe because huzzah
2: was already taken. Did you
1: ever think of that? <laughs> Nobody would say huzzah either. I, I like huzzah. people say huzzah.
2: I like to say, huzzah. Do
1: you know where Twinkies got their name? Oh, God.
2: No, nah, I'm going to let it go. No, Rick, where did Twinkies <laughs> get well, their name? Well, you know name? what Twinkies it's, are,
0: right? Well, obviously. Uh, Depends if he's talking uh, yeah. about research or.
2: Right. Yeah. It means something completely different in on my it's side. Kind of like a
1: bear or. Twinkies. The little snack cake you had. in the I when know you what a kid. Twinkie is. Well, yeah. That's what I just or asked a you. Snack cake. Okay. The guy that invented this. Had named it like some weird thing, like you know, long, drawn-out thing, like Yahtzee. golden sponge cake filled with vanilla cream—you know, cake or something like that. You know, it was descriptive. You knew yeah. what
2: you were getting. I'll <laughs> exactly. Give them that. Yeah. No guesswork. But anyway,
1: he was sitting in his apartment. He's trying to think of something catchy, and he looked out and he saw a billboard for Twinkle toe shoes. That's a true well, that's story. Kind of tied. Yeah, I mean, totally you know, ties Yep. Totally ties Sure. So he he thought, hey, that, I like you. Twinkle Toe shoe. I mean, apparently, that was a big brand back in the day. They named them Twinkies. So where are we at with Yahtzee?
0: Apparently, out of Toledo, Ohio. I expected it to. be. And I the- think
1: I think the top-notch listener, I'll to look up the Twinkie thing too, and I'm right. Wait, we're talking about this jackass again. <laughs> Why is the top-notch
2: listener looking up anything?
1: Well, that was that was the person that called. Me for being wrong on Chief Wahoo.
2: Okay. Oh, so you want him to fact check you? Is that what well, you're I just, saying? Yeah, I mean, Sock
1: uh, Alexis. Um, Alexis. We don't have an Alexis here. We have Wikipedia with Alejandro. <laughs> Alejandro, tell me. <laughs> no, way. Whatever.
2: So, so here's my problem. He fancies himself, since he can't produce a show, he I fancies he himself well. now the show researcher. So your question was, where did they came, how did they come up with the term Yahtzee? And he, he said, Toledo and his Ohio. answer is Toledo, Ohio, <laughs> oh. Toronto, <laughs> Atlanta. Well, boy, it all came full circle, didn't it? It did, buffoon. It did.
0: So it was first marketed as Yahtzee, Y-A-T-Z-I-E, by the National Association Service of Toledo, Ohio, in the early 1940s. It was marketed under the name Yahtzee, how we spell it now by game entrepreneur Edwin S. Lowe in 1956. Must be Rob's
1: great-grandfather. He's
2: still not answering the question. No,
1: where did that name come from? I just... No, you said who came up with it, but why? What What is the significance of Yahtzee? I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. Well, it's from Ohio. Yahtzee, Ohio? No. Toledo, Toledo. Ohio. Well... Where does Yahtzee come from? I think he's being deliberately
2: obtuse trying to anger you, is what I think. I happening. think
1: so. It's called poking the bear, yeah. and, I, and I don't appreciate it, quite frankly.
2: Better than poking the Twinkie, I guess. <laughs> you don't know why that's funny, but our <laughs> listeners do.
1: What do you mean, I don't know why that's funny?
2: Because you don't know why it's funny. You don't do the type of research I do. Do you want the, <laughs> the word origin of Yahtzee? This isn't one of them... Twitchy freak spelling bees. I just want to know why it's called Yahtzee. Yeah, why would somebody? What's it mean?
0: Oh, I thought he was going to answer. I I already <laughs> answered. Like you said,
1: Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> so then it was spelled a one way, and mm-hmm. then switched to another way from the low guy. But you never said why anyone decided to name the game Yahtzee. And if
2: you don't know, you could have said that 15 minutes ago, and you two <laughs> yeah. a-holes would be gone, and I'd be eating dinner. What is for dinner tonight? I don't know. That sounds
1: like Ham that. loaf was last week, remember? I like ham loaf.
0: It is also similar to Yahtzee, Y-A-T-Z-Y, which is popular in Scandinavia. Well,
1: that's great. The am going to hit him with a stick. It, but-
2: <laughs> He's just effing with us now.
1: I, th- I think I'm...
0: Did you know the objective to the game is to score points by rolling five dice?
2: What is for dinner? You don't know? I don't know. But I'd like to find out if you two idiots would leave. All the silence is pretty good. I'm sure people are...
1: <laughs> it's all over. I mean, I'm waiting for the... I thought he had already turned us off, but no. Apparently, we're still here. Are you going to end this thing or not?
0: <laughs> Never. It's an Iron Man match. <laughs>
1: I'm done. I'm out of here. Take care.
0: Oh. That means I have to do the thing.
2: Oh, and now he's going to hold the phone up to the microphone. Yeah,
1: it's because the, the other jacks at work. The other jacks at work. Yep. And we still haven't gotten any anything from the producer that he said he was bringing, but that's okay. That's that's for off-air. What, what did he say mean? he was bringing? Oh, it doesn't matter. I said it's for off-air. Oh. Okay, what's he bringing? I, I, I like I to do
2: off-air business on-air. A Sharpie? He's supposed to bring a Sharpie? No. A sharp. I'm just showing him. A
0: Sharpie.
2: Just hold up your phone to the microphone so we can get out of here.
0: Oh, I can do that.
2: Oh, my God. It's just like silence. <laughs> now you're, Rick's just leaving.
1: <laughs> I'm out of here, man. Take care. I told you.
2: So now you can't hear the music. Okay.
0: Ouch. That stinks.
2: What if the top-notch listener wants you to care? Are you ever going to reveal this person? good news is when you hold up your phone to the microphone, it's not over at all, so that's good. Until next time, we'll see you. Oh, that was really good timing. I know. A reputation. Say take care. I heard you did. Say it again. Take care. Done. <laughs> I don't like done when music declare it's done. I wanted it to done. Before. Well,
1: I was trying to Be on your side for a change.